Welcome to Pennsylvania in Focus. I'm Anthony Hennon, Pennsylvania reporter for the Center Square. Joining me today is the Center Square's Pennsylvania editor, Kristen Smith. Kristen, we have some new research about reading and math test scores and how uh, students have been doing in recent years since the pandemic, uh, but it's not very good news, is it? What's happening here? Yeah, it's about as good as you would expect in the sense that pre-2019, reading scores were several percentage points higher than they are now. We're several years post-pandemic, and there was a lot of hope that as we got back to normal, that students' uh, learning gaps would lessen and the percentage percentages would raise. But that is not what's happening. According to the Commonwealth Foundation, who did review test scores for the most recent uh, testing period, which would have been spring of 2023, it looks like half of fourth graders and nearly three quarters of eighth graders are still scoring below grade level. So that's that's pretty disappointing, I think most people would agree across the board. Um, and so reading scores are actually worse than math scores in some cases. But when you look at the state's low achieving schools, which defined by the state as those that test in the bottom 15 percent, average proficiency rates for math are 11.4 percent and for reading 24.5%. So this is a pretty significant finding. It's not the first time that we're hearing this, and it's certainly not um, only from the Commonwealth Foundation that we're hearing this. In fact, in June, a national organization called the Nation's Report Card um, echoed very similar results. It seems that uh, 13-year-olds, specifically their scores for reading and math, fell 4% and 9% respectively, compared to pre-pandemic levels. So it's not just a Pennsylvania problem, but um, as you can imagine, every state has a different way of dealing with it. And in Pennsylvania, that's where the contention really is. Yeah. So, uh, you know, luckily education is a very uh, calm and uh, jovial discussion of which way to go in the future. But to deal with these test scores dropping and how to make sure these kids are you know, improving, learning better, seeing what's happening. Uh, what are we looking for toward the future? What are we hearing from experts from uh, both sides of uh, the aisle in the legislature? So the question that Pennsylvania has really been trying to answer for the last year or really 10 years is that the funding formula that we have for public schools is broken. The Commonwealth Court agreed with that. So now they kind of have two directions that they may go. The first one is let's give more money to, to public schools. Let's make it equitable so that poor, poor districts have more money that they need than the wealthier districts so that all the kids can have the same resources so that we can hire more teachers so that schools with toxic lead and mold can be fixed. Those are things that uh, Democrats and teachers unions and other organizations that uh, support Democrats. That's that's the side they're on. That's what they think needs to happen. Then you have uh, Republicans, you have the Commonwealth Foundation who did this research and other groups that want more education choice. These are school vouchers. It's, you know, the lightning rod of controversy in the state legislature right now. And school vouchers are uh, taxpayer funded uh grants that would be given to families in low-performing school districts to go to private schools instead. In the middle, we have the governor who has expressed support for both. He says we can you know, spend more money and also give more choice. Um, but that doesn't really help lead the state in one specific direction considering our divided government. Now, on the argument for more money, uh, there the teachers union, the Pennsylvania State Education Association says, 
per capita, we're not spending as much as we need to in poorer districts compared to their wealthier counterparts. They they spend a lot less per student, have a lot more resources versus the more spending per student and less resources in these poorer districts. So they, you know, they're saying we need more money. It's just a matter of how much more money. Then you have the school choice advocates who are saying, well, we've been spending more money uh, for years. In fact, we spend something like $21,000 per student on average. And that amount has increased 55% since 2014-ish. So obviously more money isn't the only issue that we have. And really it's broken schools and students don't need to be trapped there because that's where they live. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Kristen Smith, this is Anthony Hinnon. Please subscribe and thanks for listening. Knowledge is power, and you deserve to know what happens in your state government. That's why the nonprofit Franklin News Foundation is bringing you straight news journalism through the center square, reporting on state authorities and publishing stories that show where your money goes and who spends it. By supporting the center square, you can track politicians' use of taxpayer money and demand transparency from elected officials. This is how we can equip everyday Americans to hold their government accountable. Become a supporter of Franklin today at franklinnews.org slash donate.